Welcome back to another Nerd Enthusiast Poker Podcast. I'm Anthony Dehoge, and I'm here with my man, not the man. Brian, not the man. Brian, not the man. Keen. Don't don't. I'm a little nasally, just coming over off of a cold, man. I'm you sound a, absolutely terrible. Actually. It's been a rough week, man. I I know. Uh, Got the vid, way to go. <laughs> Appreciate it's it. It's not COVID, man. No fevers. I'm good there. <laughs> just it's just your normal like crappy northeast January cold, man. Yeah, I'm dude, just it's like bitter out today. We're going to Florida in like two weeks. Two weeks. I cannot wait. I look forward to this trip. This is why. This is why I look forward to this trip. Listen, I, I'm gonna win. But in my mind, like I'm like I don't give a give a shit. Like nah. if I like just like have a horrible weekend, it's like, <laughs> it's like you know you know what else is nice too. And I think we, you were down there when we were in Tampa, right? Yeah. Like the one thing that's nice too is that it's about an hour more of sunlight a day too down yep. there. Mm-hmm. So like it gets it's, it gets darker later, and you're just like, man, that extra sunlight is just. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm just looking forward to sitting in a casino, grinding. For four or five straight days. Because, look, I bust out of a tournament. Guess where I'm going? Cash game. <laughs> and guess what time I'm leaving? Late. I'm not even going to see the sun. You know what I'm going to see the sun when we wake up before we go to the yeah, casino? Yeah, but it feels good, man. Like, I like, you know, I'm not, you know, a runner like you are. But I like going out for jogs in the morning. Like, it's nice. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah, 70 yeah, yeah. degrees and all. And uh, I got a bankroll now to do it. <laughs> yeah, so. no, bankroll. It's funny because the last time we were there, I was like, I woke up. And you guys were like, where the fuck are you going? And I was like... I'm going to run to the bank. And you're like, wait, you're going to run to the bank? And I'm like, yeah, it's like a two-mile run. Yes. I'm going to run back. I need money. You're like, why don't you just get an Uber? I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm just going to run there. And that was my workout for the day. But, yes, let's get back to it. The yes. Huge score. Yes, huge score. Uh, so for yous and uh, everyone watching at home or listening for at youths. home. Utes. Utes. <laughs> utes at home. Did you say utes? Yeah, two utes. Uh, yeah, so if you don't know, I hit – uh, the hundred thousand dollar mystery bounty prize, one of them, at uh, the Brigada, which I, you know, we have been talking leading up to an event, yep, and yep, uh, yep, yep. so I figured we'd talk about that. Start with that. So that was the first event I played. Uh, day one was just okay. I did post a video, got a three way all in with aces, and survived. Like, yeah, that was sick. So I was like, okay. And if you watch the video, I think the one guy had jacks, but then like another dude, just like we talked about before, mystery bounties, and now. This was day one, so the mystery bounties weren't even in play I know, yet. I know what that dude was thinking. He had like eight, nine, or something like that, or seven, yeah, eight, yeah, yeah, or something, yeah, and yeah. just called off. Like, just crazy play, even though the bounties weren't in effect. So bounties in this event didn't kick in until the top 300 players. Money wasn't until, like, the top 200. <laughs> that was, like, the third level. <laughs> I know. It was, But as soon as I sat down, man, oh, this is going to be a nutty table. So I just kind of just held my own, picked up a couple spots, got that ace's hand, really juiced up from there. And played solid, finished day one. Day two came back. We still weren't in the bounties, and we still weren't in the money yet. Yeah, I remember talking to you, and you're like, man, I, I need a double. I need a double. And I'm like, ah, you're good, dude. Like, every time I talk to you, you're like, 15 bigs, 30 bigs, need a double. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was getting low. And so I had, um, you know, Ryan Dodd, who was on the podcast. Yeah. Directly to my left, or yep. two to my he left. He was on your t- day two seat- seating yes. assignment. Yeah, yeah I saw So that. I was like, all right. And I played one bad hand against him where I misclicked. Um, basically, I did not see him raise under the gun. And it's obviously my fault. Um, and I ended up having ace-king this hand. I was in the small blind, and the dealer's hand was, like, in front of the chips. So I never saw the raise. And I made this, like, shitty min-raise because I thought it was blind versus blind. Ah, uh, okay. 
and it was like I don't know. So long story short, I lost a good chunk on that hand. I missed the ace. I see bad, and then try to turn. It just didn't work out well. Ryan and I talked to him after the hand. He's like, ah, you know, shit happens. He's like, I, he's like, I thought that was weird. He's like, that was a weird raise. I was like, I didn't even know you were in the hand. I messed up. So I took a chunk there. I'm like, oh man, I'm like down now. I gotta pick a spot. So. It then got into the bounty range. We now were in the 300s. Um, we People were now firing for that. And, it's, like, you know, we talked about the mystery bounties before, you know. And so it's funny because, like, as soon as the first bounties, everyone's like – because the minimum was, was 500 bucks on yeah, the yeah, pools, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they'd be like, and the next bounty, it's 500. Everyone's like, yeah! Like, everyone's cheering. Seriously, everyone just hating on everyone. <laughs> Pulling anything higher than a five, so everyone excited. So all there was three major big ones. There was a two hundred fifty k, and then two one hundred k's, um, and so none of them pulled. There's about you know two hundred seventy, two hundred eighty people left, and I was like getting low. I get ace king again. I open. Um, I don't even know. Maybe like twelve, fifteen big blinds, something like that, and shove it in. And then Dodd's behind me now. Dodd's got to stack at this point, right? And so at this point, he I know he's just calling super wide and Well he, he wants your bounty. Yeah, for sure. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he goes all in over the top of me. I think I had like eleven or twelve to be exact in my head. He goes over the top of me and I'm like, okay, he's got a pair. I'm flipping. I you know, I'll take that isolation. But then there's another stack behind him who Dodd has covered, but this guy has stacks as well. And he's tanking. So I got Ace King. So now I'm like, all right, one dude overshoved, and now another dude's tanking. I'm crushed. Like I'm, y- I'm hoping he has kings because then at least my Ace might be sound. If he's tanking, he's got to be tanking with like Queens, Kings, Aces. And, no, well, no, he's not tanking with Aces. Well, ki- queen, oh yeah, 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 Queens, yeah. Kings, maybe Jack. So I'm hoping in my head. I remember thinking like, I hope he. I, I'm like, well, I hope he has worse. But I'm thinking in my head like, I'm hoping just Kings here. Uh, you know, and my Ace is still good. good you yeah. know, or whatever. But that's. So he calls. So Dodd flips over Ace Ten, which is what it is because he's just trying to scoop bounties, yeah. and he's got a stack to do, and it's only ten big blinds, and he figures Ace is good. So I feel good against that. I'm like, okay, good. The other dude flips over. I can't remember if it was eight nine or nine ten. Stop. And he tan- and it was like he tanked with this. He was thinking about it, like, and I was expecting at worst to see like maybe Ace Jack, yeah, Ace Queen suited, you know, like that mm-hmm, kind of hand yeah, where it's yeah. like ah uh, maybe I'm behind, but if they got both small pairs, maybe I have a good chance to flip here. Like that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's powerhouse on Kings and worried that Dodd has aces. He doesn't want to lose. Flips over like eight nine suited, and I'm like, and then like one dude's on the table is like I'll take the eight nine suit. I'm like here we go. I'm just gonna pack up now. Like it's <laughs> yeah. time to roll. Yeah, bye. And somehow magically my Ace King holds. And I uh, end up getting tripled up, chipped up now at this point. And then a little bit later, a couple of hands after that, there's about 250 players left. None of the big ones have been pulled. I think I had ace-queen. A dude went all in with like four or five big blinds, something like that, with like ace-five or something like that. I call with ace-queen. I think that's how it was. And then my hand held, and I got my scoop, my first bounty. So we talked about this before with mystery bounties. People are always conversating the table. They're like, do you cash it in right away? Or do you collect them no. and wait? Cash it in right so away. So here's the thing. And this is, I, I mean, listen, people are saying like, well, you have better odds if you do this. But here's the thing. And it's just like, you know, the old deal or no deal yes. game show. Once those big prizes are out. Once it's gone, it's gone. Those equity of <laughs> each one. So like yeah. if you figure, if you add up all the money, the 250K, 100K, 100K, each 
you know, and all the 500, you yes, put it all together. Yes, yes, yes. Each chance, if you, like, broke down individually of, like, zero, you know, value of, like, what it be, each one at that point is worth, like, three or four grand. A hundred, yes. Okay. Yes. But once you take out a 250 or a 100. That comes down substantially. It drops substantially. So my thought is that you should always take it if the option is there to take it. Like, if you can cash in, you should always cash yeah. in. Some dude's like, you should wait. So when I scoop that bounty, everyone's, like, looking. And they were like, what are you doing? Like, because I think I was like, I might have been the second guy on the table that got one or the first or set. No, because Dodd was Dodd knocked the other he, dude out. And yeah. he pulled a 500. And so they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, come on. I'm going for it right Fucking now. Fucking A right. And I was like positively charged. Like I like I told you before, I had a vision earlier in the day, so which is crazy. I was like, I knew I was going to pull something big. It just like was in my head. Um, and so... They're like, and apparently when I walked away, a dude on the table said that dude's pulling a big one, which is weird too, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I I hate to think of fate. Like, I'm not a guy no, that like well, deals with it. So we talked about this off off camera, and I'm not even kidding. So I had like two horses in the race because I could I couldn't pull a scrap together to play. Plus, it was like the beginning of the new year. Like, work wasn't gonna work. So I had stake in you and another guy. And I specifically said to the other guy, like, right before the event, I'm like, dude, I don't know what it is, but I have this really, like, strong feeling that one of you two is going to do something big, whether you're going to pull a huge bounty or whether you're going to make a deep run. Well, he obviously – He made he, day two, He though. made day two. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he ran into some unfortunate hands, or, or, you know, early on where, you know, kind of just didn't go his way. But I when I saw the phone ring and you called me – like, my heart skipped a beat because there was two things that went through mine. I'm like, either this motherfucker just pulled a huge bounty or he busted out in, like, the sickest spot ever. Because normally, you don't call me. Nah. You'll just text me, like, I'm out. busted, and yeah. you're and you're just, like, and I miserable. Don't want, I don't want to talk to anyone for, like, two hours. <laughs> I need, like, a yes. two-hour, like... So when I saw my phone ringing, like, unprompted, my heart was like... <gasps> So I, so I walked over to the thing because it was like a pool thing. They had like envelopes in there. Yeah. And so the girl that was taking the pictures of everyone opening, uh, her name is Rachel. She's awesome. Shout out to Rachel. Uh, she's actually engaged to, I don't know if you remember, the Golden Blazer. He was an online, mm -hmm. he's an online poker player, streamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So his girlfriend, they live in, um, or in fiance, they live in Vegas. And she was the photographer for the event. So I saw her earlier and we were talking for like a quick second. And she was taking the pictures and like and then the other executive or whoever from BetMGM Jam was there. And I like said to him, like, I was like, I'm I literally said, I said, I'm using my one time right now, right here. Like I said, it, but I wish they would have recorded it because it would have went viral. Dude, like, would it, love to have seen. It I'm wasn't recorded. They, didn't record they it. did after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did after that, like later. But they were just taking pictures of everyone. Yeah. Like get initial reaction. And so I, like, literally, I said, I'm using my one time right now. Here we go. And I just, like, dove in deep, pulled it, and then opened it, the envelope. Now, it was, like, folded, like, three times over. Like, dude, think of, like, Willy Wonka when, like, Charlie's, like, opening the chocolate. Like, he pulls the golden ticket. Yeah, he's, like, pulling it. Like, that's how I was. And so I saw. That's how I play three card. Yes. But go you, ahead. Like, peel it. Like, sweat it. Yeah, like, yes. it's completely degenerate. Yeah, when I play three card, I, I, I sweat that peel. So I sweated the peel, and then I saw three zeros. So then I knew. I was like, oh, shit. Because there was 500 was the minimum, which is obviously two zeros. But then there was, like, 1,000. Which would have been three zeros, yeah. five thousand, ten thousand. Yep, yep, yep. So on, so, so it's on. A, it's a decent one. So as soon as I saw three zeros, I was like, I was like, oh. And then I peeled it a little bit more, and I saw the four zeros. Like, and I just ripped it open, and I was like, my face just dropped. Like I was Dude, in complete I couldn't shock. Even imagine. Like it was a hundred thousand dollars, and I didn't even know what to do. Like I was like, 
I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, and I was excited and I uh, took some pictures. And um, so then Taylor, my uh, girlfriend, she was down there, too. And so I'm like, oh, I got to call somebody. So I called her first. Yeah. And didn't answer. And I was like, oh, sh- she's in a massage appointment. <laughs> it was like ex- that exact hour that she was in the massage yeah, 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 appointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she couldn't answer her phone. So then I called you second. I'm like, I just want a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what to do. And I, dude, I wasn't like crazy, like running around, but my heart was like running. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so I, I kind of just walked out of the room. I walked in the hallway, made a couple calls, got myself together. I was like, dude, there's still a tournament going. on. How do you on. go back and play? Like, I, I, dude, I did though. Like, I just had to put it back. And then I walked by the table. Like, everyone's faces were like ghosts, like coming over. That's when the one dude's like, I said that like you were gonna pick something big. I just knew it. And everyone's like, you know, congratulations yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. And then I had to keep playing a tournament. So I had a stack at this point. So I had to keep playing. <laughs> now, a couple, so sick. couple quick facts. One, that was the only bounty I got in the entire tournament. Which is crazy I know. To me. I know. And, crazy. Uh, two, I ended up finishing 22nd place, as you know. Yep. Uh, got deep and then just got really cold. Uh, got on a tough table with, like, Anthony Mayo, who's, like, an online crusher, bracelet winner. Um, Anthony Spinella. We joked because there was like three Anthony's on the table. Um, who else was on there? Oh, Ryan Reese, WSOP yeah, yeah, event yeah, winner. Yeah. Uh, he's to my left. He played pretty solid. Tight. Well, you played with Dodd for most of the day, right? Dodd, but then that table, when I moved to that like last table, it was like a, cr- a killer table. Was that a redraw? Like a redraw point? At 27. At 27, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At 27, they redrew. And then... Um, uh man, I can't think of half the names on there, but it was a, it was a, it was a crusher table, so I knew I had to pick my spots like carefully. Mayo was in my direct left. I couldn't really pull off my normal bullshit moves that I was making. He was just picking those spots off. Like I couldn't just raise in certain spots, and uh, so and it just faded out twenty second place. And uh, but you know was happy with my performance, so I ended up winning another seven grand on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know rode out the rest of the week. Didn't do anything. Obviously, I played the main event and a couple other events. Um, I just set like a limit of like how much I was gonna put aside. I didn't fire. I didn't go crazy as you know. Like I didn't fire like fifteen bullets yeah, into like the no. main dumb you're, shit. I mean, yeah, you're I smart. was like, all right, I'm gonna take X amount. Here's my stop loss. I'm gonna take a risk. We're gonna run it up and yep, see what happens. Yep, yep. So now you know a couple of my friends are paid, including you. Yeah, I'm happy about piece. that. Florida's pretty much on Flo- your dime. Appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> I think I'm staking <laughs> half the Florida team. No, seriously, <laughs> half the guys going. You pretty much are back. Yeah, they're they back me in the event. You've staked them. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm obligated to give you like an extra percentage or I'll something. Listen, no, you don't have to give me an extra percentage, <laughs> but we can do a nice like seafood dinner one yeah, night. Yeah, no, and absolutely. Yeah, take you out to dinner or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That's but fine. what's even sicker about that whole. That whole story is the fact that you like we brought Dodd on the podcast. We went through a lot of what like his his poker success. You know, we talked about you know when when you get back into the scene, when when you know Northeast poster, poker comes back. First tournament back, he's in final tables. That big. Well, that's the other crazy story. Yes, I know. Then, then the dude pulls the two fifty k out of the fucking the one the hugest bounty in the whole thing. He pulls it at the end of the tournament, yeah, which is so absolutely sh- sick. Shout out to Ryan, but yeah, so Dodd and he ended up cashing. So he made over like three hundred thousand. In he that made like event. first place money. Yeah, it was it was crazy off of the two. Yeah, like, all, like even with the ICM split and everything. So he pulled that, and what's, well, here's what's also crazy. Is that that bounty wasn't pulled till the final table? I know, I know. That is crazy mathematical odds there of that happening. And the way they did it, they wouldn't ICM split the bounties, so they all had to pull their own yep. at the final table. So they all just did a sweat and pulled it, and Dodd pulled it. 
which is crazy. And then shout out to Johnny Drama, um, who's an online crusher who actually has helped uh, yeah. me in my game a couple times, uh, working with some different things. He pulled the other hundred k. Yeah. So it was definitely like a New Jersey squad, online squad that pulled the uh, yeah. the big dog. Yep. So yep. it was cool to see that and that you know that kind of goes full circle too because we've been kind of like I don't want to say giving Borgata a, a, a you know a rash of shit. You know, for those people out there that are listening, you know, but we've been kind of riding them and then, and then we've been promoting them too, like saying, you know, well, look, you know, we got to get out there and play, got to bring this back because people want to play, blah, 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 blah. And then it's kind of like, hey, here you go. Yeah. Here's 100K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, they got, you pretty, got paid, pretty much got paid for the marketing. Just so, so anyone knows, I definitely pulled it out myself. No one handed me an envelope, like, here you go, Hoagie, just yeah. open this one. Like, yeah, yeah, I pulled yeah, out yeah, yeah. my own. So there was no rigging, uh, FYI. <laughs> The event was super successful. I mean, they crushed every guarantee yeah, they had. Yep. Um, and every dude, uh, Kelly, shout out to Kelly. That was the, the she's I guess she's the new main tournament director. She ran it super smoothly. Um, everything went really well. The only thing I will throw this out. The only thing it's not her fault or anyone's fault. Uh, you played upstairs in that qualifier, right? Yeah, yeah. I I saw the tournament space. Okay, this is the only thing that messed me up a little bit. Did you see like the lights on the side? They have these, like, artificial lights with curtains that make it look like daylight. Did you see these? No. And a bunch of other guys and girls were saying this as well, not just me. So it was definitely a mind F to me because it looked like it was daylight all, all day, day long. long. So uh. it was, like, certain points would be, like, 930, and I'm, like, thinking about – I was, like, going to call my kids on break. I'm, like, I don't call them. They probably just got home <laughs> yeah, from school. Yeah. And then I was, like, dude, it's 930 at night. Yeah, you don't realize. So they had these long – just to describe – I'll see if I can find a picture. I'll post it on here on the, po- the video podcast – they had these long windows. They weren't windows. They're were like fake, and they had drapes. Like they were looked like out like yeah. outside windows, yep. and it looked like natural daylight. Like it was set to a tone that looked like natural daylight. And so it's two in the morning, and you're like, Yeah. Well, I wasn't there that long. I mean, you were there for a whole day. Well, that's I the, was only there for like three everybody hours. was saying when we were deep in the, the second day and stuff. Like they were, people were saying that, and they're like, Dude, it's weird. But besides that, I mean, you know, every that's not that's just a cosmetic thing. But besides that, everything went smooth. There was no real issues. The numbers were great. Yeah, they crushed it, everything. And so um, I do have – I can say this, and I kind of told you a little bit about this, but I don't have direct details. They just did the MGM down in Maryland. I think it's going on right now as we're we're doing this. Oh, excuse me. But um, some of the execs, uh, possibly Will and Dave, um, they said that they would come on the podcast in the future and kind of maybe give us a little heads up about uh, releasing some info like – Maybe future events, future and events, and uh, yeah. things are in the works. And uh, he was pretty excited about it. He didn't give me details, but said that some things are in the works. I think just they saw how successful this was, and uh, that there's more things coming. So. Yeah, I mean, look, it is what it is. Not everyone has the bankroll for those. I mean, you know, not saying that it was bigger events. It yes. was bigger events. Yeah, I'm hoping that they do do something for you know the the novice. Not I would say novice, but you know the guys that the guys and girls that have a smaller bankroll that don't don't have the fifty three hundred to put up to play a poker tournament or whatever the case may be. Um, but I but look, obviously didn't really make much of a difference because they crushed it. Yeah. Everyone that played had multiple bolts to fire at each you know, each event that they offered. So, um, like it's just signs to show you that poker boom is, is pretty much here. Like 2.0, like this is it. Like people are ready to play. Like, I feel like there's so much more interest in the game and that like, will kind of segue into like what we wanted to talk about next. Like, the merger with, uh, poker stars. Yeah. Well, let's jump into that. Let's, so let's jump into that right now. Um, it's just, 
So if you if you don't know, let me backtrack real quick. If you don't know, uh, if you're not from one of the Northeast states, New Jersey and Michigan player pools merged for online poker for legalization. So they pulled their tournaments together. So now if I'm, I'm in New Jersey, I'm playing on PokerStars. I'm going to actually play tonight online probably. Um, I'll be playing against people in Michigan. The field started January 1st of the new year, and just from the jump, and it's still going on. It wasn't like a you know a two-day thing, and then it died off. The fields are getting massive. Yeah. I mean, you're playing, and, and people might be watching this overseas or other places. I'm like, well, so what? I, I play PokerStars, whatever. But here in the States, it's been very tight. So you, you could play like a $25 now tournament, and there's like a 10K guarantee, which yeah. before was yep. like you had to be 100 or $200 to hit a 10K guarantee. Now it's like nightly $25 10K guarantees. Roger from our league, I don't know if you saw him, he played one of those open events. I think it was a $100 buy-in. Yep. And he ended up cashing on the final table for like six or seven grand, but that was but first place was like thirty or forty grand for like a hundred dollar buying. Oh wow, really? Yes. I didn't know he made a, that a deep run. Yeah, in that. yeah. It was a hundred dollars. It was a hundred dollar, hundred grand guaranteed tournament. And they crushed. They crushed yeah. the guarantees. Uh, so PokerStars now is merged with Michigan in New Jersey. Numbers are huge. And what people don't realize with Michigan, if you look them up, there's only a couple. Um, like mainstream casinos, there's like MGM, Motor City, a couple like Detroit ones. But just like when, when I went to New Hampshire, there's a ton of like charity. Oh, yeah. Like the card rooms and the stuff. The card rooms. Yeah. So there's a ton of them. And I, I think about in the future, like maybe we make a trip or do something down the road in a couple of years and do like a whole tour again of like yeah. that. But if you look it up, so what that tells me is there is a ton of recreation because those car rooms are like, you know, VFWs and things like that. Yeah. There is tons of rec players in Michigan. Michigan is loaded. Plus, it's also the home of Ryan Reese. That's two times mentioned Ryan Reese here. Um, uh, he's from there, and I think Joe Cade is from there, from Michigan. So there's a huge, like, I don't want to say, like, not as well known. Like, when you think of, like, poker, you don't think of Michigan, right? No. You think of, like, New Jersey. You think of Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. yeah. But Michi California. Michigan is a popping place. And so this merger, the numbers have gone. I just looked over the numbers for, like, uh, their iGaming in total, like their casino numbers and sports betting numbers. And Michigan has been, every month, it's, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, crushing it. It's crazy. So huge uh, amount. <clears throat> so after, all, like, getting over all the FOMO from you hitting your 100K and being able to play in all those events, I'm like, you know what? I want to check this out. So I loaded up, you know, you know, some some de a decent amount of money on the Poker Stars just because I wanted to play, you know, some of their the the open events in the beginning and then the PSPC whatever it is that they have going on right now online, um and like yeah same thing man like a couple small scores here and there nothing too crazy but the fields are just like like massive massive yeah. um the one thing I will say is you know it's it's like anything else like you play you know you play a hundred dollar uh 10k you might see like over just over 100 people and most of those 100 people are the same 100 people you're playing with every single week yeah yeah with this you really got to pick and choose your spots because you know it's not it's not your typical poker player there's a lot of dead money yes. in it but you also have to avoid a lot of those landmines mm, in yes. order to make deep runs like um I don't want to say that I play a certain way where I'm like always doing GTO or exploitative or whatever the hell you want to call it. But there are things that I know I can get away with, say, on like Borgata because the fields are smaller because I'm getting that respect factor versus 
like so, guys are not folding when, when they're supposed to fold. You know what like, I mean? I got a gut shot. We're just gonna go no, no. It. Seriously, like and and it and it can get it can get frustrating, especially in those, you know, twenty five dollars, dude. Yeah, people are firing. People are firing bullets. four, three or four bullets, like knowing that it's you know they're still gonna get two grand at the top if they can if they can get it off a hundred dollar investment. Yeah. So, um, you know, don't think that you're gonna throw money on there and automatically be a winner if you're a winner elsewhere. If that makes sense. Um. You just got to be smart, really. Pick pick, pick the games that work for you, not the games that you think work for your bankroll. If that, you know what I mean? So I'm ex- Here's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for, um, you know, the, right now, uh, probably if you hear this or maybe right around there, the uh, Bahama events going on, yep. the Players' Championship. Mm-hmm. Now, they give away those platinum passes. I am looking forward to next year. I'm hoping there's a little more advance about those platinum passes because I did the one at Philly Live. I know they did one in Pittsburgh, but now that this online's merger, they, I know they do some for like the top like leaderboards and things like that. I'm one of my goals in my back of my head is like to actively try and do it by you know playing some some of the schedule, the online stuff. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of chances online to try to get into the Bahamas. It's one thing that I've always wanted to go to. It's always yeah, been that on that be like poker bucket list to play in the PCA down there in Bahamas. And, um, I, you know, I really hope that, you know, later on this year when they start promoting for 2024, uh, that it's something that we might be able to fire on and go. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I know my editor, Sean, shout out to Sean. Uh, he's going down there to cover the events. I'm like, dude, I'm jealous. He's like, yeah, it's like a poker vacation, but I'm working, getting paid. So I know he's going down there. And, um, you know, here here's a little fun fact, though, about the uh, – uh, the players' championship down there, um, they don't have a poker room. The um, uh, man, I'm losing. The, what is the name of that? Atlantis does not have a poker room. When I went down there a few years ago, not for this event, just to go down there for something else. Um, I was like, all right, where's the poker room? They're like, oh, we don't have one. I'm yeah, like, I'm like you like guys host table like one games the, and slots. And yeah, stuff. And I was like, dude, you guys host like one of the biggest things. They're like, no, that's only for that event. They set those tables wow. up. Wow. They don't have a year-round poker room, so if you're like me and you go down there, there's not a poker. So do they room. run cash while that's going on, or you don't know? I don't know. I mean, I I feel like they have would to, have to, yeah. Right? Like they have yeah. to have pop up cash games. They got to keep they got to keep the gens satiated. I mean, you got dudes. <laughs> they, they got like a hundred k high rollers. So there's dudes down there yeah, with like the, whales of. They cash. just want to get in those high end cash games. So yeah, so they got to have something. But um, I would I would really love to get in there. So I'm hoping Poker Stars, if you're listening or someone's listening. Um, you know, I think a little more uh, advanced notice of your plans, maybe for those if you're doing live events. I would love to see hopefully a live event at resorts in Atlantic City, like they did years ago. That would be awesome. Yeah, as well. remember that? That was legit. I yeah. remember that. So I'm I hoping s- that this merger is maybe getting some money flowing to make those things happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, think. Uh, speaking of uh, the next thing we want to talk about, um. WSP schedule, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, well, I know that this is, is something that we w- like, you know, that is on the sh- on the horizon, not necessarily next year that we're going to be obviously going to. Um, so we're we want to say we're late to the game because there's been a lot that's going on. But this came out a couple weeks back. You know, they announced the full schedule, or not the full schedule. The they announced the highlighted schedule yeah. for um, 2023. So it is returning back to what's now the Horseshoe, not Bally's and Paris. It looks like. Um, I didn't really go into a lot of what the article said, but I'm assuming that they're going to be doing uh, the similar like dual dual casino, dual rooms, dual like events going on in in both in both locations again. Um, but just looking at the schedule, it's going to run from 
May the 31st through um, and after July 14th, which is, let's see, when's it end? Uh, so they, they haven't announced the um, the Tournament of Champions, but I believe that's going to be probably right around that week, like July 16th or 18th or something like that, because that's usually like one of the closer events. Here. Yep. July 18th. July 18th. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Yep. I, think th- I think that's the last event is the Tournament of Champions because then it allows anyone that has a bracelet or a ring to get in. So I'm pretty sure that's the last event. Even though they didn't say that on here, I'm pretty sure July 18th will be that. So if you've already won a ring uh, or a bracelet or something, uh, well, not bracelet yet, but if you've already won a ring, you'll be eligible for that event. Um, and that I'm assuming you could plan for July 18th, which is, will be the last day. Yeah. Um, so just going over some of the highlights, I mean, they're going to start it off with a mystery millions. Yes. Bounty with thousand dollar buy-in bounties ranging from 10 K to 1 million with a one mil guarantee to the winner. I mean, it sucks that it's the, it's, you know, it's one of the, the, you know, the pop off inaugural events early on in the series. I would love to get in that, Me um, too. but we're also, you know, we're also trying to play in the main event this year, which is kind of curbs our our amount of time we can go out there i mean you have a little bit more freedom than i do um but i can only make that trip once that's i'm on the same boat this year so um leading uh, let's lead up to that lead up so there's june 7th there's the gladiators program it's a 300 buy-in which will be absolutely insane i mean that week's gonna be crazy right there and what they've done is they've pretty much uh spaced out their bigger events like pretty much every week they have like one major big event yeah like a headliner for the week yes yeah which is smart because they had some issues last year of like some things were just on top of each other um that just were just causing some issues there's a monster uh 1500 june 16th which is a big event the seniors event which is always huge june 21st so you can also assume that that week will be all the other senior events in the um uh vegas area they usually try to schedule them all together and then the following week is the ladies event which they're probably going to try and do well no million millionaire makers after yeah Uh, yeah. well it's only two days after yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um and then the ladies event same thing they try to uh put that together i did last year was the first time and i'm going to definitely do it again this year for u.s poker i organized a, a printout of like all the seniors events that were going on, mm-hmm. all the ladies events that were going on, and then also because they do some charity events, all the charity events going on, and I try to make some articles. So uh, I'll have them definitely posted for everyone listening at home. You can, you know, if you have anything going on, let me know. But and then June thirtieth. So now this is where the, like the craziest begins. So June thirtieth, Colossus starts. That's four hundred, which is going to be absolutely insane. Mini main events July second. That's that same weekend. Yes, and then the main event starts the first day one is July third. Now. Me and Brian are about, I would say, 95% positive that we are both playing the main Yep. Um, this year. So definitely Nerd Enthusiast will be repping hard uh, out there. I am, I'm debating in my head. I possibly am going to just jump into a day two. And the reason for me, I think, is because, you know, I'm going to be with my kids July 4th week, like those couple days. I'm yeah. going to be down the shore. And I really don't want to just rush out of there. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to fly out, I don't know, July 5th or 6th, and then take a day and then play in the day two. I want to play in the mega day two, though, like the 2A or the 2B. Yeah, so that would probably be that. Eighth? I think that's the 8th or 9th. I think it's the 8th. Yeah. Um, I think the 7th is... is Of July. Yeah, July yeah. 7th is, mm-hmm. is uh, 2A, which would be the... 
the first three events mixed. Yep. And then the last flight's always mega. That's the one I want to play in. And here's the reason I want to play in that one. Uh, you start off day two with like 60 or 70 big blinds still. You still have a solid stack. I'm super comfortable playing that range. I'm. It's like my online stack. Yeah, you don't like being, I mean, I don't want to say you don't like being deep because you would like to be deep, but you would like to be deep, deep in a tournament. You don't really like to be deep early in a tournament. Am I right? When I say yeah, that? because I don't, I don't know. Like I just feel like it's just it's a it's a way different dynamic that I train in. I guess you would say. You know, I'm so used to that 60, 80 range of like online range where I'm just super comfortable. And then when it gets down to like twenty, thirty, I'm like super, super comfortable there. I could just grind it or pick spots left and right. Yeah. You know, those people that are better at those super deeps are usually cash players because that's how they play. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I've, I've played the, you know, the main before. I, I mean, day one, it is what it is. I mean, obviously, you want to chip up. But, I mean, here's a fun fact. No one that was ever chip leader day one ever won the event anyway. So I'll just skip day one and just become chip leader day two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, unfortunately, like to be super deep because I do like to play cash. Um, I don't say more than tournaments, but I play it a lot more than you do. I know that. Um, but I also like to splash around a lot earlier on because yeah, well, I'm deep. Yeah. So um, you definitely have a different dynamic, 100%. I'm going to probably get out there um, just after the 4th. I may fly out the night of the 4th or early morning the 5th and then register for the final flight on the 6th, which, which is the shit show final flight, yes. which if I do make day two, which You'll I hope, I would be with you and we would be in the same flight. So um, I think, you know, the, that's the tentative plan. Um, we both kind of committed to it. I mean, it's no secret we are both getting older. There's a particular, I mean, we can say it, you know, we're both turning 40 this year. So it's kind of like our own little birthday gift to ourselves. Um, I mean, I personally won't be, I won't be putting up the full, the full amount. Yeah, I'll I'm be selling, selling some. Yeah, yeah I'll selling sell some of myself. 100%. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I go out there every summer. And I know you you do too. We wind up blowing through a decent chunk if we don't make any decent runs. So I'm just kind of saying, you know what? Go out there, put my eggs in like a basket or two instead of like four or five. And hopefully, you know, lightning strikes and I, I can make a deep run and, and bring a nice return home. And there, I mean, so here's the other thing too. There's also a couple of good events after that that aren't like bankroll crusher so it's like dude yep. if you just yep. you know god forbid someone goes out they lose 10 g's there's a couple smaller events going on right after that so like july 7th the lucky sevens that's the 777 yep ultra sacks july 11th that's 600 july 14th is the 1500 the closer yeah and then like i said i'm trying to we're trying to win some uh rings down in florida next month and then once we get <laughs> our nice. ring we can play in the july 18th million dollar tournament champions so so this is like we you know we're just going over the abbreviated schedule that's been released so far they're saying the full schedule will be released obviously this year i would anticipate it would be in the next month yeah month or two with the most two um, because obviously everyone's got to plan their summers I out. Think, I think it's going to drop even sooner because Negron, you and a couple players have already seen it, and they've said it's like it's set up really smooth this year. Yeah, things are they yep. did, the tournaments flow together very smoothly. I'm listen, kudos to WSP for finally putting something out like way ahead of time. Like yeah, now yep. people are hyped. They're talking about it like us. They're planning it. You know, you can schedule. Like I already put in for work. I had to schedule my time, so yeah. I'm already scheduled. Like makes life a lot easier, lot easier. to prepare yep. for these yep. 
Uh, they rebrand it now, so it's now definitely the Horseshoe. It's yep, not horseshoe. Bally's anymore. Yep. Um, it's Bally's like, is like now it's a different property. I think. Yes, right? it's it's yeah. owned by a different a different company. A different company owns yeah. Bally's. It's its own entity now. It's somewhere else. I think Bally's is where the old Trop is. I don't know. I don't want to mess it up off the top of my head, but yeah, they they're moved, so they're gone. But Horseshoe. So next thing we need, we need an actual. Hall of Fame. Guys, build a Hall of Fame there. Like, make it a tourist trap. Like, it's right on the strip. Like, it's a huge tourist yeah, trap now. Cool. Make a Hall of Fame. Like, make it fun. Make it interactive. Make it some places people will go take a picture with those, like, million dollars in cash dollars they have in the, in the horseshoe. And, you know, bring all the legends. Um, I mean, they have yeah. it. It's set up perfect for them because when you come in off that promenade, there's that big, long, like, walkway. I guess you could say, like, sky – like, not really a sky bridge. Yeah, it's but, like, like a bridge. It yeah. is. It's like a sky bridge. And then, you know, you go down into the casino, and it's, like – it's, like, per like, you could put something, like, right there that can just be that eye catcher that people want – you want to just stop. Like, oh, check this out. They're, and the poker – so they closed – I was worried because they closed the poker room, the cash room. Yeah. During the t World Series, and I, I took a picture and video, and I was like, oh, man, this is like an R another RIP to another poker room. But they did reopen it. So there is a uh, – okay, you know, so good. that's good. Like, they're actually putting a little effort behind the horseshoe brand. It's not going to be like a one-and-done every year. Like, they're promoting it promoting throughout the year. Promoting it up, yep. So, you know, I mean – the flamingo is still dead, unfortunately. Um, but maybe this will be the new spot. I don't yeah, but know. did you see that? That did you see what happened at the flamingo? No. The side sidebar from poker, but there was. Um, he is a poker player. Some dude hit a progressive pie gal um, payout jackpot on a pie gal table at the flamingo for like six mil, mil, close to seven mil. Really? On a pie gal hand. Yep. Yep, Bingo. at the at at the Pink Palace, dude. Pink Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the Flamingo Poker Room. Let's go. Bring it back. Yeah, so I saw that on, you know on the Twitterverse uh, a couple weeks ago. Actually, I think it was like right around when when you were all over Twitter. Man, I saw the the algorithms after that. Man, you got a lot of you got a lot of positive press from from that post. I mean, everyone was Wait, sharing. So here's the best part too, like a little flashback, but I was wearing the Nerdthusiast shirt. Yeah. And so people were asking me. Oh, like, we got hats. Oh yeah, we got the Nerdthusiast hat in. I forgot to even bring it up. And Look we, at this. listen, Fresh. Our, we, we've been floating in, if you Google search um, for Nerdthusiast Poker Podcast, if you, oh, I'm sorry, if you just search for Nerdthusiast Poker Podcast, obviously we come up, but if you search for Poker Podcast on Google, um, you know, it brings up like the top 50 trending ones. So usually after we post a video or um, you know a, an audio podcast once a month, we start trending upwards, and so we float in and out of the fifty. Sometimes we're in there, sometimes we're out. But when this dropped, we popped up to like top thirty. We were up there with like Doug Doug Polk and uh, Negranu's podcast, and I was like, oh, like I was excited about. I was nerding out about that. I'm like, yes, like. They're like you want 100k, but like yeah, we're in the top 50 though on Google, bro. Like that no, was cool to me. So yeah, that yeah, you know. So nerd through it's all because of you, you yes. fans out there. So and side note, if you want a shirt, contact us. So we'll get you one. Yep, we got yep. a couple left. We got a couple little uh, shirts there. All right, so we'll do more about the WSOP in the future uh, as more things release. We'll break down maybe the smaller events like we did last year, some of the high rollers, things like that. Things to look forward to in between those weeks to kind of help plan out your weeks at home when you're going out there. Uh, me and uh, Brian and I will definitely be out there for the main event week. So if you're out there, if you want to link up, maybe uh, we'll do some videos, some recordings on our downtime or dinner breaks. If you want to meet up with us, uh, give us a shout on Twitter. Uh, we'll, you can follow us. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll set something up and make something happen. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, 
so poker movie. So okay, here we go. We're we're getting into. Um, yeah, we haven't done one of these in a while. But, um, yeah. So I um I heard about this movie and um I was like, okay, you know, here we go. Let's see what we got here. Um, so if you haven't heard, there was a movie, it's already out. You can get it on like Amazon prime or uh, I've rented it through like Comcast or, yeah, or anywhere. Uh, it's called poker face, not to be confused with the lady Gaga mega hit song or the show. There's a show that's yes. coming on like Paramount TV called it's poker face. Yes. And I think that comes out like this week or next week or yeah, something. It's, it's something peacock or Paramount, something like that. So One I don't, two. I don't know what's going on with that show. If it has anything to do poker related, but this movie was somewhat supposed to be poker related. The images the, uh, that were originally released was them at poker tables. Um, and I mean the, the promo, the promo po- uh, poster has like cards on it. Yeah. People, uh, it, I mean, so here, here we'll, we'll break it down here. If you don't know, the movie's called Poker Face. It's by Russell Crowe. He, I believe, was like the director and producer. Yeah, he was. Yep. And he was the main actor. So here, here's how I would say. I think this was just like a little pet project for him that he 100%. W- wanted to do. Yep. Um, We'll get into it a little bit, get our opinions. Um, I watched it like the first day it came out. It's got a couple decent headliners there, including Liam Hemsworth in there. Yep. Um, It's got RZA. Rizza's in there. Jizza. Which no Old Dirty re- Bass <laughs> inspect the deck Raekwon the Chef. You got Ghostface Killer and man. the Master. Hey. Come listen, on. <laughs> little Wu Tang. Wu Tang forever. Uh, listen, I'll throw this out. I had a bunch of I don't want to say high expectations, but there first off, there wasn't a lot of scenes with Rizza in there. Rizza was no. like definitely I feel like he could have had more scenes. Um uh, you want to break down the kind of plot of a little bit, and then we'll right. talk about our our, our so, thoughts of it. Spoiler alert: there is not a lot of poker in Poker Face. True. So, for those of you out there who think, "Oh, it's a poker movie," yeah, no, it's not. It's like a thriller. Um, you know, it has a, a a different tone to it that's not really poker related, but poker is incorporated into it. Essentially, the, 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 Russell Crowe is is our protagonist, our yes. main character. Um. He is a gambler, degenerate by nature. He and his friend, Riza, and his other buddies that are the players in the game, um, pretty much were the, the backstory is they were around prior to the poker boom. They created a software that was utilized for um, the first online poker sites. They made a bunch of money off of that. Then they somehow changed the whatever, some some coding with the program and sold this to government agencies with it helped with weapons or something like that. So essentially, Yeah, it was like a far stretch. It was like... I, uh, they yeah. don't really get how that whole thing happened. Essentially, Russell Crowe is loaded, but, like, but like billionaire, a billionaire, yeah. right? So he hosts this game every year with his boys. They all come, they get together, they meet up. But this particular game is special because he gives them a shit ton of money to gamble on the table, which spoiler alert, I don't want to give away too much, but he's going through th- some things in life that are going to change yes. pretty quickly. So he decides to start giving some money away. So backstory is there's a lot to it. There's a lot of in the plot that kind of intertwines, but as a kid, they're playing, you know, poker, whatever. He winds up 
beating this you know neighborhood bully who happens to be the brother of one of his friends blah 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 the whole idea behind this is like this revenge plot that this guy you know 20 years later you know Russell Crowe won 10 bucks off him he's like I'm gonna fucking come break into your fucking game and fucking murder you like what the fuck right that's so essentially, a bad that's a bad beat if you're still in 20 years over it so essentially that's kind of what goes down in this movie so all these players all these buddies are friends best friends years they're in this house all of a sudden this old rival shows up with his you know posse and they're now going to terrorize russell crowe and his buddies inside inside this multi-million dollar like home with all this fine artwork and that's pretty much the gist of it dude and then you find out all this other fucked up shit that goes on um and i don't know man like i don't i want to say that's the end but that's kind of like it like there really isn't much substance to the movie it's short it's like an hour and a half long um yeah, I, I mean, here's here's what I had some problems with the movie is that there wasn't a lot of substance. And the thing about it was it was like there was like no it was so serious, but it didn't feel that serious. Like, <laughs> no, it, you know, like, know, it shouldn't have been as serious as the movie. Like they made it to be like this ultra like James Bond feel to it. But it was like nowhere as close to that realm. There was no like comedy relief. There was no like break in the action. Um, and then the action was very minimal. Like it wasn't like explosive thriller it wasn't completely dynamic i mean i'm watching like uh, okay so i'm on the website now imdb looking at the trailer and i'm like dude i just i just saw the movie yeah like in the trailer <laughs> like essentially like i saw the whole movie in the trailer um don't get me wrong do i tell you to go out and spend the 5.99 that i spent to rent it no do not wait till it comes on some streaming service so you can watch it for free is it Okay to throw on when you're like maybe grinding, like half paying attention, or you need like an hour and a half to kill. Like I, it's worth watching. It's worth watching just to kind of to. But listen, Russell Crowe has come a long way since Gladiator, right? Um, you know, and it's funny because like one of the critics that I saw, it was like, um, as Kenny Rogers told us, you've got to know when to fold them. <laughs> And Russell Crowe should have heeded that when he got the script for <laughs> Poker Face. So I read that, and it was absolutely hysterical because, like, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, this has very little to do with poker, and it's kind of a shitty plot. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was. it's like, you know, like you were saying before, it's like, why didn't they just call the cops? And I guess the only reason, okay, <laughs> yeah. without giving too much away, spoiler alerts, um, I guess the only thing about it was, like, because that one guy was a politician, and I guess he was blackmailed, so he didn't want, like, his boy to, like, mm -hmm. be, like, owned. Basically, I guess if he called the police, it was going to open up, like, a whole political nightmare for yeah. him. But at the same time, like, I feel like Russell Crowe is this, like, shady billionaire. Tell me he couldn't have been like, all right, we're just going to stay in this room, let the dude steal his stuff. I'll hire some dude to just take these dudes out and he be done with He doesn't have armed security on, on site. Like there was he, two people working there, and they were like caterers, and he was exactly like, like he has all that m art that's like millions of dollars worth, and he has no armed security, like, like living there believable. in your room. Yeah, and like I said, he would hire some goon to go find this dude and just take him out. Like it was just, you know, I, it it just they tried to force the hand with the daughter showing up, and it was just yeah, it was all over the place. The plot was literally all over the place. Um, and if you weren't paying attention, you would you like miss something that wasn't even that important. Like <laughs> that's that's the way it made me feel. Like, um, but again, so just kind of sum it up. Check it out. I would I would at least give it a give it a go. Um, one thing I'm gonna say. So if you are gonna check it out, here's a spoiler. And I just I have to say this because it was absolutely positively the worst part of the movie. So. 
when he dies, because he winds up dying in the end. Okay, <laughs> spoiler so, alert. I already said spoiler alert. Turn it off. You're gonna watch it. Russell Crowe dies, right? He has like stage four pancreatic cancer in the movie. Okay, so he has his last will and testament being read with all his boys around, his daughter, you know, his wife, whatever. So he leaves money to everybody. Throughout the movie, he winds up finding out that one of his closest friends is fucking his <laughs> wife, right? Who is pregnant, okay? With the other guy's With, with the other guy's baby. And he proceeds to say in his will, I'm leaving you both $50 million. You're going to be great parents. Me, I'd be like, yo, Guess what? You get nothing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> nothing, sir. Not one thing. A second Willy Wonka. Yeah, just <laughs> go home. No. Done. Like, are you kidding me? You get like, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You lose, sir. Yes, Good you day. Lose. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> like, like seriously. Like, no. That would never happen in real life. Like, okay, Russell Crowe wants to be a bigger, you know, whatever his character wants to be above. That it was all. the whole point of it. He wanted to be this bigger. <laughs> You know, his poker face, I guess you want to say. Yeah. Like he showed like he had no emotion to it at the end. You know, it is what it is. It's like I guess. I guess. I don't know. It just it listen, I, it was definitely a low budget film. There wasn't a lot of scenes in the movie. You know, there was I mean, like probably the most expensive scene was probably the one where they're showing them riding those cars through like the the yeah, countryside. The, ra- the race that wasn't a race. Yeah, it was like so stupid. Um that was probably the most expensive scene in the entire film. So it it was a very low budget film i just i here like i said when i finished watching i felt like it was like russell crowe probably likes playing cards a little bit and was like you know what i have this idea for this movie let's just go with it and just it was like a little side project that he just wanted to put some money into and have some fun with it just sucks man because like you know we we do get these teases of these movies where they kind of put this poker angle behind them and you're like oh shit it's gonna be good and then you watch it and like poker's like like not even a part of the movie has really very little to do with it and it's like damn like they just they got me they got me again yeah but that's so that's our movie review we've been trying to throw some out there when we find some ones maybe we'll go back and do it there's a couple older ones in my head that i don't i don't think you've seen and i kind of want to get your opinions on if we go back to watch some of the older ones i know we were doing that for a little bit so we'll talk about some ones that i want to throw out there that's what i'm right there um a big hand for the little lady i would love that's an old it's an old one um, listen, I want you to watch that. I feel like they 100% could make that movie today. It's a female like main star, which in like today's society is like a big push, obviously. And on the poker side of things, getting women into poker is a great thing as well. And I know a lot of females out there are really Dude, trying to push. F- females in poker have been crushing it recently. I like, know. Absolutely and crushing it. I think that movie would be an awesome movie remade today. I just think it would be awesome there's like a bunch of little plot twists and and you know it's it's an old country western kind of feel yeah. to it so it's a little cheesy but like once you understand the plot and the storyline you're like dude this movie. yeah I'll check it out so anyway future episode possibly a big hand for a little lady we will be doing in the future but um so that's what we got for you for this month's uh poker podcast yeah buddy we got some interviews coming up in the future so stay tuned for those uh make sure that you guys are subscribed to our channel help us stay in that top 50 on google make sure you follow us comment let us know what you like what you don't like and um yeah um we appreciate all the support so far it's been awesome and we have fun doing this every month and just sitting around bsing about poker so yep that's pretty much it yeah that's the gist that is the gist yep all right so thanks everyone and uh we will see you on the next one peace